Hello everybody and welcome back to the Finding Feet podcast. This is a podcast that is dedicated to helping you live your best life. Every week we bring you a topic that's going to help you step closer to the most authentic version of you, step further into self-love and just help you start living a happier life. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. Today we're doing quite a practical episode and we're talking about setting up your own business or a side hustle and just like a bit of like career chats, managing burnout versus soft girl life, you know, hustle Mm. culture, time management tips, just talking all about careers really, that kind of vibe. Mm. Yeah, because obviously we have this podcast and we also have our social media marketing business and no one was leading the way for us. We just like did everything trial and error, didn't we? Like we just kind of went for it, obviously looking for inspiration. You listen to podcasts, stuff like that. But it was a lot of trial and error and obviously we're still learning every single day. But I think any tips and any advice that even we can give from our point of view is really useful, especially for our listeners because I feel like they're all really similar to us anyway. Yeah. So um, hopefully we can bring you some really practical advice and like just some real life advice because sometimes it's hard to find business advice that you can relate to yeah because what happens quite a lot of the time especially on podcasts is you're hearing business advice from people that are like millionaires yeah or ceos of massive companies and we are millionaires guys so you know manifesting (laughs) no but like you hit you don't hear really from people that are fairly at the start in the trenches Mm. Mm. um not that you're not in the trenches when you become a millionaire or a ceo you're still in the trenches (laughs) but like you know like the the messy start bit like yeah and just trying to like make it work you never hear from people like that because obviously like no one knows who they are so you don't invite them on a podcast to talk about it because yeah it's always like making it yeah yeah just so we can give like a very 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 practical real Mm. perspective on it yeah Something I love about the world now is how accepting it is of therapy. Therapy's been a huge part of both mine and Abby's life and personal growth through our 20s. I really wouldn't have been able to get through my 20s without it. And I honestly think it's like the most casual, normal thing to do ever. If you want to get fit, get a personal trainer. If you want someone to talk to and to understand your mind better and improve your mental health, get a therapist. They know what they're doing. So that's why I'm so excited to introduce you to an amazing platform called BetterHelp, which is an online therapy service. So wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, because we've got listeners all over the world, this is all available to you guys, wherever you are in the world, as long as you've got an internet connection, you can access BetterHelp services. They have thousands of highly qualified therapists online and all it needs from you is just fill out a quick questionnaire just to let them know a little bit about you, what your preferences and what kind of therapist you'd want, what kind of things would you like to talk to them about or like how are you feeling? Even if you find that actually quite hard to even put into words, that's fine. Just put down what you can into this really quick two minute questionnaire. And then once you fill that out, within 48 hours, they will match you up with a therapist and you can start having weekly calls or weekly chats depending on like how you want to work you don't have to do calls or video calls if that feels too much for you and you'd rather just have support in the chat box and emails and texts that's absolutely fine they will work around you but they will pair you up with a therapist that they feel is really aligned with you within 48 hours so there's not a huge waiting time when you know you need to get the help when you know you need help from a therapist you just want to get it there and then and just get going and that's the amazing thing about BetterHelp there isn't a massive waiting time to get going because BetterHelp is run online it's all a lot more affordable than traditional face face-to-face therapy I've actually done both kinds of therapy I've done face-to-face and I've done BetterHelp and I got the same experience out of both they were both really really valuable but BetterHelp's mission is to eliminate the barriers standing in the way of people getting therapy and sometimes that is financial but they're also giving our listeners a 10% discount off your entire first month of therapy on top of their already affordable price points if you just go to the link betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet that's betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet you will get 10 percent off your entire first month of therapy just for being a listener of the podcast right so before we jump in and actually start giving tips some of you might not actually be that familiar with who we are you might be new listeners you might not follow us on instagram you might not even follow the other business on instagram because i know we've got a lot of supportive podcast listeners that come and also follow other business and like all the posts and respect mm. you guys yeah um but some of you like might not be completely aware so i just want to give context on like what it is that we do um because otherwise you might be thinking why the fuck would I listen to you mate (laughs) (laughs) well basically nine months ago we started we decided to start marketing agency because we both had skills in it um 
And I got approached to do help other people with their social media based off finding your feet social media. And then I'd done it before in the past as well. You'd had work experience before in the past when we were younger. Like it's just something you just know how to do. You've got the skills for it. We did a lot of the skills that you require for it together at college mm-hmm. you know like all that and i was working at marketing agency. and abby was working at a so marketing it just agency aligned, it, it's just aligned weirdly. so yeah so that basically I, like had people asking me oh, can you do my social media blah 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 so it's a slowly and it's very small and I, to be honest, I was charging shit all at the start because you, <laughs> that's the other thing you just don't know what to do at the, at the start you don't have to do your pricing you don't no. know anything because you're just like what the fuck <laughs> but anyway like i was yeah and I just thought, hmm, interesting here. There's like an opportunity. There's clearly a need for it. We've got the skills for it. Abby's working at marketing agency. Quit that. Let's join forces. Let's properly like smash out a social media marketing company together. So mm. that's what it is. It's a service-based business. So there's obviously like, if you're going to go and set up a business, there's two businesses that you can do. A service or a product business. Obviously service business is where you're providing a service. So marketing or web design or maybe you're a tree surgeon or maybe you're a personal trainer or something like that. you're giving a service and then there's products obviously like you're selling something so whether you're selling like clothes or food <laughs> all the things you sell or like maybe digital products online courses like anything like that we are not in the business of products we're in the business of service and they're two very different businesses and i think if you're thinking i would like to have my own company thinking about what's important to you and what kind of life you want to live and your values and your risk tolerance as well your risk mm. appetite will go into which one you'll set up so the really good thing about a service business is that it's really low risk to set up because mm. it requires quite minimal capital. You don't have to put a lot of money into it to start because it's obviously based off your skill set. And obviously you will need some equipment, but t- t- typically it's not anything mental and you can kind of grow into getting the equipment you need and stuff. Whereas a product business, like you usually have to put a fair bit of capital behind it, not loads, because you know there's people out there that start business with a grand and turn it into a million pound company. Mm. But you do have to put some money towards it because you obviously got to buy stock or whatever it is that you've got to do. So it tends to be a, a little bit more high risk than that. So depending on like your risk appetite, that might come into like which one you decide to do. And then in terms of like scalability, a service business, you kind of sell in your time in a way, unless you can be quite clever about how to, you know, sort of scale it in other ways. But I think scaling a service business is obviously very possible, but it's a little bit more difficult than scaling a product business mm. because you can, you, do you know what I mean? You can be selling mm. lots of products and just have lots of people working to ship out the orders, but still maybe have a really lean team at the head office mm. versus on a service business, if you, service is on time. So it's kind of like you, your time's capped to a point. Yeah, it's not like a skill, isn't it? Yeah, so you just kind of got to think about things like that. Risk appetite and also like what kind of like, what's important to you? What values have you got? Like, do you mm-hmm. value freedom? Um, like, do you want to work anywhere in the world? If you have a product business, that might not be possible because you need to mm-hmm. be with your stock. But maybe you can run a digital service business from anywhere in the world. You know, so things like that, like you can kind of design your life. Think about that life by design. Like, what do you want? And then build a business around that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we have a service-based business. Nine months in, nearly at like basically full capacity in terms of client base. So like it's grown and with very minimal marketing that we've done on it because mm. we just didn't have time to be honest to market <laughs> it for so long because we were so busy just getting just dealing with the clients that we had and like mm. making sure that's all good so it's only nine months in it's really early but it's been very 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 successful yeah it has. um like to provide two people with a full-time stable income from a brand new business in nine just nine months in like as in it was full-time income nearly from the start Mm. is um is very good it's very good so we're not here chatting bollocks saying things that we don't know about because that's just to give context on like what our thing is and just like the different kind of businesses that are out there that you can maybe sell because you can literally change your life Mm. if you pick the right one not to glorify it though just want to caveat there yeah because um I think it's done so much online, like glorifying entrepreneurship and it's not for everyone. It's mm. very much for me because I always used to dream about shit like this. Mm. I always used to fantasize 
about <laughs> businesses and having my own. Um, so for me, I feel like I've been able to step into more of the person that I always mm, am and wanted to be because it's all about environment. You're a flower, put yourself in the soil that suits you. Mm-hmm. Business suits me. Like, but corporate nine to five life might suit somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that like, you can have a really nice lifestyle cut on a corporate job. You can have a really fucking nice salary. You can get, know you're getting paid every month, not have to worry about it. Uh, on the same day every month chiller you can you know get a mortgage crazily if that's what you want to do you (laughs) you can you can have a pretty decent work-life balance you know it can be really nice so I'm not sitting here saying that other people this is the only way no this is the only route to happiness or success or anything like because it's really not but it's just about Mm. knowing knowing who you are and that yeah exactly and I feel like probably the people that are listening will know if you have like that seed in you that Mm. like entrepreneurial seed where like you really just want to maybe have your own thing or maybe like you've experienced working for yourself and then you feel like oh I can't go back like that happened to me where I started working at the marketing agency and I was like I actually can't do this like I feel like once you work for yourself and if you enjoy it it's really hard to then work for somebody else um but I think again it just comes to taking life into your own hands because that's exactly what we did like when we started this business, we was like, let's just see where we can take this. Like, I remember I was like, why would I work at a marketing agency doing the exact same work that I could create for myself and have a totally different energy about it? Because it's like our work and Mm. it's like, you can create the business that represents you, that feels really empowering. And also to not take like, shit business advice basically because what you just reminded me of then is like when so many people say it I know it's very different from product and service and I can imagine that definitely like when you've got to invest in a product-based business it probably does take longer actually to maybe take out money for yourself but you don't like when people say oh when you start your own business like someone actually said this to me when you start your own business um you probably won't take a wage from it for like two years or even more two three years something I was like literally you joking like as in like I don't get me wrong like obviously you've got to be passionate and I always follow what's passionate to me but I would not start a business I don't think where I wouldn't take money after two years like I just wouldn't do it because I'm just like that as in like you have your own business to coexist and create this life that you want Mm, and the life that you want for me provides money so like little weird business things like that like don't take them on because if we had taken that on and we said oh let's start this marketing it's not relevant for a service business no no but I think so many people can hear like little bits of advice like that I completely get that advice though when it comes to product like 100% I get that and if you're really really um committed to scaling a product business that it needs reinvestment so you have to pump oh, back yeah, into it definitely. so for that it's yourself. not taking two years of wage out of it maybe still having staff but you just not take anything you've got money from something else i i actually 100 percent understand that and get why people do that um but in a service business it's fucking pointless because you just stack up all your money and keep it in the account the bank account. like service businesses are very profitable yeah, but you could reinvest in a service-based business and not take as so much cash and like live in fear over things mm. like that that's what i mean like it's not set for everyone yeah like someone's saying to me starting a service based business oh you're not going to take a wage for three years is that ridiculous yes but like as in terms of like are a service business is done off like um the profit margin on a service business is really high because yeah, your exactly. time isn't it's, it's just your time and then mm. maybe some equipment whereas a product it's tighter so i yeah. get that there's less cash going around yeah but again that's like think about that because if you want to, maybe you want freedom and you want to live, you want like location freedom or something like that, then a digital service business is perfect for you. Yeah. Obviously we're both quite young as well. I'm 26 and so are you now. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Abby's birthday was last week. Happy yeah. birthday. Um, yeah, no, we're 26. So in terms of like responsibility, it's quite low. Like if we don't have children, I don't mm-hmm. have a mortgage. I don't have like huge responsibilities on my shoulders or anything like that. In terms of like, I'm quite like free spirit right now, you know? No, that isn't like, I'm just, it's just me. It's just me. Yeah. I don't have like massive outgoings and children and responsibility like that. So in terms of when should you start your business whenever you want, but 
if you're thinking about doing something like this, you're thinking about trying things, you're thinking about taking risks, now is the... I think you can do it any time, so never let this stop you, but now is a great time because you like you you can actually you can bounce back from maybe it like fucking up and not really mm. be like a massive deal um and also you can like take that risk of like oh like what if it all like crumbles and you've got to build it back up or something like that and and you're not going to get maybe in debt over it or something like that like you can basically take on more risk and also what tends to be during your 20s you tend to be kind of cash poor because you're in your 20s and you're just starting up your life but you tend to be really time rich, which maybe people like later in their life aren't because maybe they, you know, like I said, have children and things like that. So because you're time rich, cash poor, it means you can pump a lot of time and energy into what you're doing. So even if it is a product business, you may be able to put a bit of money into it, but you have loads of time. It means maybe you've got so much time to pump into your TikTok marketing that's going to really help grow your business or something like that. Mm-hmm. So actually basically doing it around this time of of your life is a really good time to be doing things like this because there's a lot at your advantage um so there's that to you know think about as well yeah because i think in your 20s and when you're like out there trying new things maybe starting your business i think one of the main things you actually need is naivety to things working out because if you don't (laughs) then you probably just won't even try so i think it's so important to literally just go for it and understand that like you said you've got like the least responsibility probably you'll ever have mm. now no matter really where you are it's probably only going to increase and as well with just things like um creating income for yourself and creating investment and stuff like it's the same with money it's the same with time it's the same with business like the earlier the start the earlier you start the better because you're only going to like improve and um even if you start something and you will quote unquote fail it's never really a failure or maybe you start a business and you think actually this isn't for me like I think a lot of people can get wrapped up in thinking well I'm going to start a business and I'm not going to like enter entrepreneurship because then what if this business fails or like what if it doesn't work out what if I don't make money what if I don't sell my products and then I have to close it down and like get all lost in the um the fear of it not working out but you're only ever going to like learn and grow and just because you step onto this like ship of entrepreneurship <laughs> you can still step off like yeah you might you might not even enjoy it you might think this is way too much responsibility and like we said at the start I actually really prefer a secure income I prefer I prefer somebody else sorting out my accounts and my tax yeah <laughs> and I yeah, don't want to yeah. do all this I don't want to wear all these you, hats you're pensioned and all this yeah. weird shit <laughs> yeah like you and might I'd like to get sick paying holiday pay thanks yeah it's like <laughs> yeah so just allow yourself um the room to change your mind all the time yeah and to have the naivety to things working out and to go for it because that's what's going to get you there anyway but even if it doesn't then it's definitely not a failure because like the only people that are necessarily failing are the ones that aren't trying and that aren't pushing themselves getting themselves Mm. out there um so yeah i think that's such an important part yeah and if you even try it and you're like i hate this i want Mm. to go back to um working for somebody else you're going to go back and enjoy that more because you, you're going to scratch the itch and you know that the grass wasn't greener on the other side for you so you can just enjoy mm. what you're doing more, you know? Rather yeah. than always thinking, like, something's better elsewhere or whatever. Like, we both had jobs before we'd done this, like, mm. like for a long time. So, you know, like, we, we know what both is like, basically. Yeah. And they're both good. There's yeah, pros definitely. and cons to both. And you just have to think, what are your values? What's important to you? And then make choices off that. Yeah. And like, as well, may not be the best advice, but I love this advice, is to like, not be realistic. Because do you remember, I'm not going to say who it was, but do you remember when someone said to me, right at the start of this business, and they were like, da, 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 and I was like talking, and they were like, God, can you do that or whatever? And I was like, yeah, and they were like, but it's not very realistic. And it's like the worst thing you could possibly say to me. I was like, there's no other thing that's going to get my back up more. But in that moment, like, yeah, maybe it wasn't realistic. But if I had like, for oh well, this isn't realistic so I'm not even going to try then we never got would have got to where we are now because I would have just not even tried yeah you know I mean so like naivety um not being too obviously you've got to be practical and think not business minded stupid but yeah, yeah no not be stupid but not don't think everything has to be realistic because I'm sure the big people out there with these huge companies or whatever like they probably weren't that bloody realistic no, yeah, at this, all there's this series on Netflix. I need to finish it but on Netflix called oh my god what's it called basically it's about the guy who started Spotify 
Mm. And holy shit, did he take a battering when that first started? Like, because mm. he was, Spotify has changed the world. Yeah. It's changed the fucking world in terms of how we consume music mm. from going, because they literally came in and changed us from buying CDs to that it was either buying CDs or illegal debt streaming on that pirate bay and limewire and stuff like that. And they yeah. came in to be the middle. Mm. And like, but he had to, the guy who founded it, oh my God, like he was just getting no, 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 left, right and center, trying mm. to get like obviously music labels to put their music on there and come up with a business deal that, set the, you know, helped the artists as well. Mm. But I mean, the times were changing. There's no way you could have carried on with the CD thing. So they've come in and literally revolutionized like mm. how we consume music. And it's like a huge part of culture. Spotify's a massive part of culture. And that's when then Apple Music and stuff came after that. They were the 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 people who changed it like the trailblazers and that guy you watch because it's a documentary like as in it's reenacted mm. what happened i need to finish it but even in the first What's few episodes called? Oh, shit i can't remember what it's called <laughs> uh i'll link it in the show notes oh my god i can't remember but like just google it spotify netflix mm. so it'll come up and um you can see even in the first few episodes like he is having meeting after meeting after meeting and, and, and literally it's got record label companies telling him to go fuck himself he's like fuck off no and like Cause can, yeah they were probably like be realistic shut up yeah and it mm. was and like actually it's literally changed the world mm. so yeah you you have to have that mm. level of unrealisticness definitely yeah um so like obviously now you know more about our business and what we do so we're going to like bring to you some of our like best kind of like tips and just kind of like ways we manage our time and our life so that we actually enjoy every day while pushing every day to grow two businesses because you like you can quite easily become overwhelmed with mm-hmm. that for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think just starting off with like the, the quite simple thing of managing your time is so, so important and knowing how to wear multiple hats when you have your own business or maybe you've got a job and you want to start something on the side. It's like having that understanding that you are going to have to morph and change every single day into one, different people's energy because you may have different clients, you may have um, what's the word? different customers buying your products, you may have different audiences. So one morphing into... Um, like, I, what keeps coming to me as well is, is the, like, switching on and switching off. Like, as in switching into your business mind, switching into knowing how to sell your product, switching into, like, selling your products and actually believing in it, but then also knowing when you have to switch off and preserve your energy. I think that comes a lot with business. Um, and just, yeah, the basic of managing your time, because if you don't, like, learn to manage your time and learn to take on and off all the hats then you are going to quite quickly become overwhelmed and going to struggle to scale your business and grow if you can't, like, plan Mm. and organise. Like, organisation, I think, is, like, crucial when it comes to having your own business. Yeah. We have quite, like, strict, disciplined routines in the week. Like, we're both usually up about half, five, six Mm. to to get workouts in before the work day, to go to the gym, to put us first. To get off a screen. (laughs) Yeah, to get off a screen. I love mornings. And just put and and work on something where you're progressing, you're growing, that's nothing related to your business, even though actually being fit and healthy. When I was ill in December, I was like, I can't work. I had to be like, please, can you help me? Can you do Mm. some of my work? Because I'm fucked up right (laughs) now. (laughs) COVID got me good. (laughs) And my brain was just like, (laughs) like, yeah. There was nothing good coming COVID out of it. COVID does really fit your brain anyway. Yeah, so. it does give you major brain fog. I just couldn't. I was, uh, anyway, <laughs> boring. Um, <laughs> but like, I was thinking, my God, your business is only as good as your health as well. Yeah. But that's that. not why we're getting up at that time to just for the business benefit. It's because I think it's really important to, one, move your body. If you're not working out, what are you doing with your life? Please stop <laughs> exercising and taking care of what the universe has blessed you with and an able yeah. body. And... Um, but like also like it's it's good for you to have something I think to to progress in and grow in like mm. if it's strength training if it's a sport if it's Pilates whatever you're doing you're doing it consistently you get better at it I think that's very important to have hobbies like that outside of your work where you're growing mm. you know so anyway we're doing it for us but we're getting up at that time we're getting in for the before the work day starts and I've had people be like how the fuck do you get up so early like why do you do that and I'm like because my normal. honestly because my time is money as well yeah so if I am and I'm not sound like a like a prick but like that's how you, ha- how you have to think about your business because it's the truth so like 
if I do not get up early and get my shit done, if I don't get up early and I don't go to the gym or whatever it is I'm doing in the morning for myself, putting me first, and then jump into my work at a decent time, nine, 10, I'm not saying I start my work at like seven in the morning, I don't. I take a couple of hours for me in the morning. Start work about nine, 10, and then work through the day. If I don't do that and stick to that, I'm not going to make enough money, honey. <laughs> and I got bills to pay. <laughs> like you're not going to grow. Your business isn't going to grow because you're not there in business hours to do the work. Yeah. So it's like, also you kind of like quite motivated to stay strict and disciplined because y- your time is money mm. and everybody's time is money. So think yeah. about that. I'm not saying money's everything, but if you want to run a business, I'm sorry, but money's very important. <laughs> Very important. Of course. So like, but you know, it's the same, it doesn't matter, obviously we have a service business, so like our work is done based on time, like you do it with time, it's like I can make a machine do it, so like I have to do it. But like, even if you have a product business, if you aren't allotting enough time to your business, it's not going to grow as much as, as you could grow it. It's mm-hmm. not about like just working loads, you know, that work, work smart, not hard, that mm-hmm. thing. It's not about that. And also I, I think that's such wishy-washy bollocks advice. Mm. Um, it's not about like, oh, I'm just going to be here all the time being busy and because we're going to get into that about splitting down your time into important things. Mm. But just over as an over general thing, like overarching kind of how you need to respect your time is you need to, you need to understand the value of your time. And, and that means, you know, splitting it off into you time, into business time, switch off time, friend time and stick into those boundaries. Because if you don't, you're going to be a bit fucked, basically. Yeah, you're going to lead to burnout. And none of us like burnout. We don't. It's horrible. (laughs) I hate burnout. And I think when you have your own business, it can be very easy, probably easier maybe than having a job because it's like less responsibility and stuff, to fall into burnout because, you know, like maybe you start succeeding, you start getting more clients, you start seeing results. And then like obviously that like makes you feel good because you're putting all this effort in. And then it can be quite easy to maybe just think, oh, I'll just work a few more hours. I'll just work into the evening tonight just to get more stuff done, just to like see more results and stuff. But again, if you don't have that boundary with your own business, then you will lead to burnout. And then you just won't even have the energy to put into the business. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's probably businesses out there that could have flourished easily, but people, if, you, if you're not boundary with yourself and you end up burning out, then you like... You can't like be creative when you're burnt out. No. Because you're just trying to survive because your body's like, oh, I'm, I'm overstimulated. This is way too much. Um, and like, I mean, personally for me, if I've like led to burnout, I'm just like, get so unproductive. Yes. I'm like, I physically can't. Like if we were just burnt out all the time, like we could never run these two businesses. No. So I have to be really bounded, especially with like evenings and knowing, yeah, like when to switch off, knowing when... I've had enough known when I've not even got the energetic space to do something, but then also like pre planning that, if that makes sense. Like if I know I need to have a lot of energy t- tomorrow, I've got a lot on, then it's like actually knowing that I need to stop at this time and that I can't take on too much today because I actually need, I've got more to do tomorrow and I've got to put this different hat on tomorrow, which is yes. different than this hat. Yeah. 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 It's so like pre planning your whole. Yeah. Days. What, what th- one thing that I do wrong sometimes is, I'll be like, oh, I've got so much energy today. I can just go a bit extra mm. and I'll go that bit extra. Do you ever do like get that random boost at like five, six o'clock? Yeah. I like, got that, like, yeah. was it yesterday or the day before? And I was like, I was literally like electric at like six o'clock. And I was like, I could just go for hours now, but I was like, I'm not going to. So I just sat there like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just read my book then. But yeah, it was weird. You sometimes get that and you have to stop yourself. Yeah, it's like second, second wind kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, so, sometimes, yeah, I'll have feel like oh I've got a lot of energy today like I can keep going and I'll go into the evening a bit too far maybe I won't close my laptop until half eight mm. so maybe sometimes even later it's basically the evening isn't it? yeah yeah you need to be eating your dinner and going to fucking bed yeah especially if you're getting up early it's stupid but anyway sometimes I just do that or if there's a deadline or whatever but then what happens is I sacrifice my productivity and my focus for the next day mm. which is shit because that means that maybe I went 150% on Tuesday and then on Wednesday I wake up and I feel battered mm. and I can only give 40% which is shit because yeah. whereas like if you were just to split it down like and just do you know like 90% one day 90% the next day do you know what I mean like mm. not so having those boundaries in yourself even if you feel at six o'clock that you could I could just keep on going <laughs> I'm gonna work into the night let's go Gary Vee's gonna be so proud of me right now 
<laughs> I don't think he really gives that advice anymore, but he used to say, you get home from work. It was when he was like trying to get people to do side hustles, which obviously, you know, that's probably a challenge in itself because you've got to balance it alongside your full-time job. But he was like, between the hours of like 5 to 2 a.m., just work. You shouldn't be going to sleep. Just work. Like, and it was like... What about sleep? <laughs> sleep is very important. Um, but anyway, you know, like, whenever I do that, basically, I just fuck it up the next day. And I actually see, saw um, Grace Beverly talking about it on her Instagram story because mm. um, she posts up her daily schedules of her jam-packed life. And she um, she put on the her New Year thing. She was trying to get up at six because she was trying to get workouts in before the workday starts, mm. just prioritise her some more. Um but then she put one on like, so obviously everyone, all her followers know that's one of her new year goals. And she puts on her schedule and she's like, of today and she's like, didn't, didn't get up at six, got up at eight because I worked too late the night, worked late the night before. Um, so I need to sleep. And also now I'm going to be shit at my job all day. <laughs> because, and then she was like, and then it said, yeah, like 5.30, leave the office and stop working. Um, because obviously last night she like overdid it a bit mm. and it's so true because then you've got to then rain it in the next day and maybe even do less than you could have if you equally split it across two days so actually sometimes sitting there and thinking that Gary Vee is going to give you a gold star you know isn't always the best idea no so definitely having those boundaries in yourself I found December really hard because it was the first month I've had of where I've had a busy business like that and I had loads of social commitments. Because normally I don't do that. I, do, I am social, but I'm not like, I don't overcommit. I'm not crazy. Mm. Um, and I was like, fuck me, this is really hard. You just can't. Oh, too much. Yeah, it's hard. I suppose that is the positive of having your own business, is you can manage your own time, but then, yeah, sometimes it's just impossible. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't switch off, really. Yeah. And like we said, with service, it is time. Yeah. So, yeah. Time management, there's some time management for you. There's this thing on um, TikTok, like, you know when there was that that girl trend for a bit? Yeah. Green juice Pilates. Yeah. Journaling, meditating. That girl. That girl. Yeah. And now there's this soft girl thing, soft girl life, which is where you're like, you're not really interested in hustling. And you're like, mm. what's important to you is like making decent money from your job, but not really working too hard. Nothing's too mm. stressful. And then you I do love that. I fucking love that too. Mm. Fucking love it. Respect. I think you can have such a nice life off that. Yeah. Um, you know, like getting getting your dough that you need, mm. working your working your job, but at the weekend, no, I don't care. You can switch off. Switching off. I'm getting a paycheck every fucking month. And like mm. you just like you, what's important to you is friendship time, mm. you time. You know, like so it's called this soft soft girl life. Yeah. But I don't think you need to have one or the other. Because I think they both go hand in hand. Like, if, if you want to, to be the, do the business owning stuff and, like, maybe having a side hustle, you have to have soft girl as well. Yeah. I don't think it's one or the other. No, I don't. But soft girl is, like, come around to, like, fight back. Uh, <laughs> the hustle culture people who are like, start a business or you're a piece of shit. Start a business or you mean nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I get why it's come around. Yeah, they're, like, modern day archetypes. Yes, they are. <laughs> but I think, um, I think, I, I think we do both. Yeah. Otherwise you can't, there's no longevity in your, in, in what you're doing at all if you don't. No, not at all. I feel like even recently, I'm really more leaning into the soft girl life. Yeah. Because I think as well, if you are quite in that masculine energy of running your own business and wanting to expand it and grow and stuff like that, you are in that really productive masculine. Yes. Um, so you have to like balance it out with your feminine because it's very easy to just not. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think like what we said before, like switching off, like for me, my evenings are like a really like sacred, relaxing time. And if I wasn't to like so much switch off or like do anything I enjoyed or prioritize, like, you know, just like going for a coffee. Cause you know, like we always like, we go to Starbucks and work now. So I was thinking the other day, like it's so nice when you go for coffee and you just talk to someone. Cause you know, when you Ugh. see people in Starbucks doing that all the time. Yeah. 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 And if it's anyone like, ever wants to hang out with me and they say Starbucks, I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not there, there because the I go time. in there and I'm like, it's my office. Don't yeah, it literally is. And I see people just sitting there and talking, or when we see people reading yeah, their books, and I'm like, oh my Christmas, God. Before Christmas, we were like manic trying to finish stuff <laughs> right before Christmas. And there's a guy sat in there like reading a book. Yeah, and we were like, what the fuck? Coffee. Living in his the best life. like Friday morning, and I was like, I want to be you right now. <laughs> I want to be you, Mr. Softman. <laughs> yeah. Literally, he was living his best life. But yeah, so now like, I feel like I really. Um, 
I really like honor and prioritize that switching off. And if I didn't switch off, I would honestly be so overwhelmed like my nervous system won't be able to take it. Yeah. But I think what's good what's good is when you kind of got that balance is you know when you're putting in the effort to work hard mm. but you also then when you is coming around to the soft girl time of the day, mm. um, you really sink into it and enjoy it because you can relax knowing mm. that you've done max what you can do for the day exactly. kind of thing. I heard like Joe Rogan talking about it. maybe it's one of those motivational videos you sent oh, me of him um, on YouTube and he I swear he was saying something like in terms of watching TV he does like to watch TV but he will only enjoy it if he knows that he's like done his work or like mm. done the gym or something like that otherwise he's sat there and he's like not enjoying it. Yeah. I'm a bit like that. I think that can lead to a little bit toxic though. Like I must admit, if you gave me a week now and was like, oh, don't do anything, I would really struggle. Why? Because you're so used to being... Yeah, because I'm so used to hustling. <laughs> like, you know, when you have a Sunday and it's completely free, do you not feel a bit like, ooh? Yeah, yeah. And then you try and like fill it up. Yeah, with like random shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got a really chilled weekend this weekend actually and I'm really um, leaning in. Yeah, me too. Because so, I really need that time, actually. But so I think it's good as well to just, like, schedule time off and things like that. Yeah, like, definitely. Going away at Christmas, I mean, going away soon. Because that, like, forces you to actually switch off. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so now we just have, like, some really practical kind of business tips, which we think are really valuable, um, that we've kind of just learned on uh, on our... <laughs> that we've kind of just learned on our journeys. Um, so I think... The first one, no matter what your business is, is turning up with the right energy and believing in your business and believing um, in the service that you're offering and the impact that you can make. Because no one at all is going to buy into your business if you don't believe in it, Mm. because it's completely an energy that you're holding. Um, and if like you don't believe necessarily in your business or the products, then it's probably just not the one you should be running. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're not interested in it or if you find it boring, um, then people will pick up on that and that like you know like when energy's off businesses can really struggle when energy's off because people are picking up on it Mm. um so i think firstly is like starting a business that you are interested in and that you know is going to make an impact and then say if you want to start a business and you're like interested in something but you're like don't believe that much in your value then you can always learn you can always get more knowledge you can always read books you can always do courses like you're not capped at whatever your skills are now if you want to start social media marketing business you don't know much about it then you can go and learn but like the most important thing is that when you show up there you're in front of a client or you're in front of potential customers is that you actually believe and you're behind your work and if you're not so much there then you can always grow to to really believe in it because that's what helps people buy into it and that's what helps people get the value as well because if you don't believe in what you're providing then they're not going to want to pay you any money for it no and but then as well it's like it's like wasted energy anyway because if i'm selling you a service that i don't actually believe in then i'm just wasting my time and your time and money and energy on something that none of us even believe in yes and you could actually have a really strong skill set or really amazing product but your mind and that lack of belief can get in the way Mm. and that's why actually as well having a business I think you have to do personal development work alongside of it Mm. for it to be successful as well not like it's a um you know like a direct correlation the only way you will but because you get challenged so much as a person and you have to be out of your comfort zone basically on a daily basis then it, it means that you have to get out of your own way even at that very initial point of like your energy behind what you're selling mm-hmm. because if you if you think you shit just because your brain says you're not because of you actually are because you're feeling insecure then you, you just like put in a huge wall in front of you already mm-hmm. so it, it it's you know that's the other thing about starting, starting a company is that strap in and get ready for a ride <laughs> of personal growth yeah for sure and it's like on that as well like some if you don't go ahead and do it and offer your service that feels aligned to you, like somebody else is just going to go and do it anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone feels that level of imposter on some level. And yeah. I suppose it's spending that time, like understanding your own imposter level and understanding where your brain is talking you out of it because somebody else might just go and say, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> what, yeah. what you could have easily done. Yes. And, and maybe they're shitter than you. Exactly. And they're taking the opportunities. Oh my God, what is that quote that like, there are people out there 
less quali- like less yeah. qualified and less good as you like yeah doing shit because they it believe in themselves quote. basically that kind of yeah way. i might find it because i think it's actually just quite yeah. nice yeah the quote is there are people less qualified than you doing the things you want to do simply because they decided to believe in themselves yeah it's true yeah and it doesn't necessarily mean need to be qualified like just even yeah skilled or yeah 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 anything you really don't need like some fancy degree to start a business and no, stuff like no. that you don't need to go to business school you don't need to do anything you just need to just fucking start like that's yeah. what you learn it all when you do it but another thing i actually wanted to say is get if anyone listening right now get the idea out of your head that opportunity comes to you because it it doesn't it literally doesn't like as in you have to go knocking for it every mm. bit of business we've yes people will approach you and stuff like that but they might approach you about one thing that's actually not going to bring you your business very much money or whatever and you need mm. to really upsell every single bit of valuable business that's actually grown the company been a huge part of like been like oh if we didn't have this we'd be a bit fucked like yeah. has come from up upselling in that way and mm. like p- n- believing in what you have to offer explaining what that is to somebody else yeah because they don't why know. they need it yeah and they, you need mm. to educate people on why they need whatever it is you're yeah. you're offering to the world and opportunity just doesn't really come knocking and now you were looking at me thinking we've had opportunities come knocking we have no, because we, a degree yeah and we have because we put a podcast out every week that's actually mm. um attracted in some clients from it like yeah from, some, yeah from them knowing us through that and that's from like put, no, but i just think invisible blessings as well that we were talking yeah, about yeah yeah week. yeah but as in you have to show up for yeah. it it will not just come don't you cannot you need to stop being scared you need to put that away like, as in i think so many people can hold themselves back because they think oh i'm shit nothing's happening nothing's coming to me i'm shit it's because i'm not good enough i need to stop doing this mm. and it's like no if you honestly knew what we do like as mm. in terms of like we're like right we need to we need to we need to go and approach someone about this we need to mm. offer somebody this and they might say no and you could take a big fat rejection <laughs> but you're like it doesn't matter because there's no choice sink or swim like as in yeah. we we do go out there and we're like making ourselves available basically yeah you because know? people don't have a clue why they need you unless you tell them yeah so <laughs> like, like literally get, clue. get comfortable you they don't know what to, you can even do you need to get comfortable with mm. with um selling yourself yes another tip but i feel like this is maybe more as well i mean we've talked about a whole range of like business moments in a way like starting and stuff but this is more kind of maybe expanding and being clever with like your time um and like the energy that you're putting into it. So it's, and we spoke about this on the podcast before, but I just think it is really important in, in business is to always prioritize needle moving uh, tasks to grow your business. Because you, if you want to expand, don't get me wrong, some people might grow a business and be really happy and comfortable and just want to kind of stay how it is. But if you want to expand, then you need to be prioritizing things that are going to grow your business and not just get busy being busy I think you said that to me once and I was like it's always just stuck in my head like you can so easily get busy being busy in your business and think that you're putting loads of effort into it but when really I think that can really play into the part of you that just like wants to stay in a comfort zone Mm. because you could just create this like really comfortable little routine and be like oh why is my business not growing but you're not spending any time doing things that actually move your business forward and move the needle forward um and I heard this quote the other day and it was like talking about business related stuff. And it's like saying how you can so easy create yourself just a job and it, and it can just become like a really tiresome job where you're just doing the same thing every day, wanting maybe different results. You want in that pay rise in the job, but you're not necessarily getting it, but you're the one in the driver's seat and you're not necessarily moving the needle along. Like you could be sitting on money, on things that can create passive income for you, but you're not spending any time actually dedicated to, um, to grow in those things that are kind of like waiting for you to latch onto. So I think it's like being, and I think that comes just from actually just like learning through your own business because everyone's business is so different and learn about passive income and stuff um, and being really clever with your time and maybe like thinking, oh, do I need to outsource this? Where am I spending so much time where I'm not actually getting much money back? Um, And just learning, like so for example, now I'm reading a book, uh, I mean, it's quite, it's quite actually simple. I'm going to read more in depth once. Because, you know, we've read quite a few on money books, but 
I haven't read that many practical ones. No. This one's actually quite practical. It's about like passive income and making your money work for you and stuff like that. So it's like investing your time to read those books, to think, look at your business from an overhead and think, where where do I need to put more time to expand? Because nobody's going to tell you to do that. No. You could just quite easily just do the day-to-day. So you're what Rich Dad, Poor Dad's quite practical. I haven't read that much yet. It's kind of like a story, which is really nice. But yeah, it, it is quite practical. It's like he's learning advice. Um, and I think it is going to talk a lot about like making your money work for you, not trading your time for money. Um, in terms of like, obviously with service-based, you are trading your time for money, but as well, like you put the price on it, you know your value. You know, like a lot of people may want more money in life, but then they may stay in a job where they're just trading their hours for a set amount of time where they might have other skills. They might have, they could make a side hustle where they have this skill and they can invest in this and that can make them money while they're sleeping. Mm. But it's like only you can really know where where you're sleeping on that. Mm. But we should, um, like we're really interested and I've always been really interested in investing and stuff like that. So I think we should actually get, some, I know we've had Hannah on the podcast who talks a bit about investing, but I want to go way more in depth and get like... Um, yeah on like different avenues of investing and investing as again, time business wise, maybe we can get like a good guest on or maybe read some more books because I think it's such valuable advice that you're not taught in school. No, definitely. Like that's a lot what Rich Dad Poor Dad is on about how like, um, he like, he basically teaches in this first lesson, but he only teaches it through making them work at this shop for like no money. And um, the guy's like complaining that he doesn't like the way he's teaching. He's like, because I'm not teaching you how they teach in school. Like this is this is real life, and the only way you're going to learn about money is through real life and working with people and interacting. Like you can't really learn how to manage money and manage your time and everything through a textbook. I think he was saying it's like the like the in studies it's like the most um, the least effective way to learn is through like textbook learning, and it's like like the school systems across the world are all like 95% textbook learning or something mm. like that. And I was like, isn't that funny? <laughs> the Matrix. Uh, and just finally, obviously, like we said, starting your own business, whether you're doing it with your best friend or whether you're doing it on your own or whether you're doing it with a group of people, can be so challenging and can you can really come up against yourself and and just, just all sorts. So I think um, having support or someone you can lean on, someone you can ask advice, um, or even like a community of people. I'm sure there must be like loads of like, because obviously now like the rise of like online businesses and so many people stepping into that kind of route. There must be like so many communities. Yeah, there I think, are like yeah, there yeah. is. I think we live somewhere where there's really not. But yeah. I think maybe if you're in a city, there's so many like apartment buildings that also have like co-working spaces in them. Mm. Like, because so many people will have purely remote jobs, even if they work for someone else. Yeah, like, you know, and you're not around people. But also, I know that like uh, lots of people will go to Bali. I don't think. Yeah, I'll, and they're I'll yeah, that, they're but, all like because there's loads of those digital nomads. Which, yeah, which is obviously. Oh yeah, there is like in. digital nomad communities, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, so like, like I think a lot other. of people go there as well because they can find their tribe, kind of sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, because obviously we are evolved to be in tribes, and I think that's why people do also really love um, like working in offices and stuff. It's quite nice. Oh yeah, and you have like your team, tribe. You're, you're literally having like a huge daily tick of a yeah. huge human need from being in an office, in a mm. team with other people. That's also why working in a big company or in a, even in a small company, just working and feeling a part of something else is so important for your health. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, having your own business can be lonely. So yeah, it's like... major. Yeah. It's knowing, like, when to reach out for help and just allowing yourself to ask for support, whether that is business advice or whether it's just, like, I'm having a shit day and I, it's like my emotions have totally gone up and totally fogged my view of like what I'm doing and what my work is. Like me and Grace are obviously really lucky because we have each other. And there may be some days that like, we'll spend ages like working on something. And then I don't know, maybe your imposter's a bit loud that day, or maybe you don't like how it's looking and you could easily like whirlwind Just yourself. Into thinking, it, yeah. Shit. yeah. I think oh, I'm going to start again or something like that. But we are always like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? Or do you think this looks good? Um, and that is like a massive part of our business, I think, which actually holds it together is overlooking mm, each other's God, work. Yeah, definitely. And like, I have times where I like feel, I have a week where I'm like, I feel a bit lonely this week. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like as in... Because we do work separately quite a lot. Because honestly, yeah, we, I, we, I, well, 
I just don't think we could work together every day. Like, it would be impossible. We'd mess around too much. Well, no, we, we chat don't. too we, much. We work Which hard, is fine. But, but yeah, it's, 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 every day we just couldn't. We're friends as well, so, you know, exactly. we're talking about what's going on each other's hinge and stuff. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> then before you know it, you're like, oh my God, let's start work. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, sometimes, like, I'll have, like, a week where I'm like, oh, I feel a bit, feel a bit lonely. Mm. <laughs> and then I'm actually, like, I'm being less productive. And I don't yeah. need Abby to sit there and talk to me and soothe me. <laughs> but I just need to sit with her in a room and that's it. So I'll be like, please, can you come <laughs> to Starbucks with me, please? I know it's not the scheduled day, but please. Just because when you're in a tribe, you're, um, it soothes your nervous system. No, and you're yeah. more confident because you're you're in other people. Sometimes, actually, if I, I'm just sat with you... And I can just seem to be like sitting and making work with you that maybe I'd overthink if I was at home thinking, oh, this looks fucking shit and spend three hours on it. I could do it in 30 minutes, sat there with you because I'd be like, is this cool? And you're like, yeah, it's cool. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> just and I'm like, we're not even sat there talking to you there all day. I'm just no. sat with you. It really helps me. Yeah. But when you're no, I do a enjoy that as well. entrepreneur, you're like... Um, yeah, I don't, I just don't. I don't know, I don't, hats off to you if you that is yeah. you, like, just honestly. Especially I don't if you work from it. home and stuff. I don't like, know I just, you do it. Yeah. Yeah, you really got to know your limits and know when you need to reach out um, and ask for support. Mm-hmm. Or even if it's just asking, like, your parents. Yeah, but if they ever ran a business before, sometimes they give you the most dog shit advice. They just don't know Oh, yeah, not, not like practical advice, but even just like, my, my mom's you're always overwhelmed. Like, you work too much. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't. Well. And if I didn't, you'd be on my case saying that I'm, I don't know, <laughs> shut up. That's what I say. Yeah, but sometimes I feel like you, you need, to need to speak as well. Yeah. Like as in like, maybe if you've had like a day, obviously we kind of have each you other as well. You need to vent rather yeah, that's than like what I mean. have advice, just vent. Yeah, yeah. So like anyone you can maybe vent to and be like, oh, this happened today. And even if you feel like they don't get it, because you're like, your business is your business and it'll be so unique. At least just having someone to just hear you out and be like, oh, that sounds a bit tough, but I hear you. Yeah. So yeah, it's, if you don't have a co-founder, do try and get in some sort of community, definitely, because mm. it will massively impact your business's success, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. There's only so much one can do by themselves before your brain eats you up. Yeah. <laughs> and and loneliness is not good for anyone. No. What do they say? Like, there's no point getting to the top if you're like, you're the only one there or something like that. Yeah. It's like and, some and weird get... little quote, but it's kind of true. Like, yeah. As, in, as and... in, don't isolate yourself so much for success because no, then what's the point what's anyway? The point? You still be unhappy. And like, also, obviously you can have, you can be really passionate about what you're doing and that can kind of override the, the hardness of maybe doing it on your own. But it's only so far. But then obviously you get to that point where you can hire teams and stuff and have people working with you that are really excited about what you're doing, which would have made a major help. Like it's just like a bit of a tough bit at the start. Mm. So you either have to be really quite resilient and push through and just do your best to like build people around you and stuff that are like maybe in a similar boat. But yes, not easy. No. Yeah, so we hope, like, no matter what you're kind of doing, whether you got your business or not, we hope you could take some tips from that because we covered off so many bits. Yeah. That you could just apply to your everyday life. Yes. Um, and like we said, like, we're always learning and growing and finding our feet with you. Obviously, our businesses are still babies in the grand scheme of things. So we're always going to take you along for the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll do more episodes like this, more things we've learned, get more guests on, like I've said, um, to all help you level up and just learn more knowledge. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Share it on your stories. Tag us if you love this at Find Your Feet Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at Find Your Feet Podcast. And you can also watch all these episodes on YouTube on Finding Your Feet Podcast. That is all for now, guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.